everyone. This is YMB Collins, and I'm joined with... Brother Wolf here. And, of course, by the means of technology, I'm joined with... Rev Ross here. You all right, Rev? Sound like you were uh, kind of in and out for yeah. a second. All right, just making sure you're still oh, well, there. I'm sorry. No, I'm, I'm, that might be the tech. I am all the way here and 100% clear. <laughs> we're all the way live. <laughs> so with that said, this is the Benchmark Podcast, where we try to use critical experiences... And uh, do better, but sometimes we don't. But uh, this, and the reason I say that is I was recently with a friend. Now, do you know where the Rouse's on Chapatulas is? Yes. So I'm about to regale us with a story of simpletons. Now, you've heard of Nextdoor, the little uh, website, so that way people in the neighborhood can communicate and whatnot? Yes. So what happens is we're going to the Rouse's on Chapatulas. This friend lives in that area. And what happens? Decides to regale me with the story of neighbors complaining that why do the trains have to make so much noise? (laughs) It, it, It hurts my soul to think that people just don't understand how the world works or the world works around them and that the world does not revolve for them. Entitlement, the American way. Oh, don't 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 be correct <laughs> on this one. But the point we're getting at today, this is another uh, entry in our home buying series, and we're talking about canvassing, specifically knowing where you live or where you plan to live, and what is around the area and how that will affect your purchase and how you live. So uh, I know Brother Wolf has some and. Rev Ross, you said you're gonna uh, in the pregame warm up. You said you're just gonna be a uh, a intelligent observer. Is that correct? Uh, pretty much. I might point out some things that are that seem obvious to me, but because you know they might not be obvious to everyone else. So that's about it. But for the most part, I'm learning. I haven't purchased a home. Oh. I've moved places, but I've never purchased a home. I've never purchased a home either. And I'm about to. So let's mean, see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, Brother Wolf, uh, sound like you had something that you wanted to teach us just from your years of renting. And like I said, even though this is home home uh, buying, this applies if you're a renter as well. This is if you're going to be in a domicile. Right. So uh, some of the things that, uh, that come into play uh, when deciding on a place where you're going to live uh, because keep in mind that e- at least for renting, you're going to be there at least a year. If you're buying, of course, we're talking more like 30 years. You know, there's a, there's a whoo, 30 years. That's a, a long time. Well, it also depends because sometimes it makes sense to buy just for the equity. So right. column A, column B. And, 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 and um, something that uh, my daughter brought up before, and this is a little off topic but not quite off topic, is the fact that um, – it is possible that if you bought a house and it's in a high value area, it may be that soon that house, like in five years' time, will raise value tremendously. Yeah, and uh, and that definitely uh, could take into effect here. But uh, canvassing is a is a big thing. And what do I mean by canvassing? I mean knowing your surroundings, knowing your area. Uh, knowing different things uh, that are around you, which is also important. Uh, like my brother uh, Collins brought up. Um, YNB. Is the fact that, uh, you know, knowing that there's a train track near. And it, it's one of the reasons why um, 
it should help you moving in your own in a city that you're familiar with than being in a city that you're not familiar with. It's because you know what certain stuff is if you grew up in a city as opposed to if you didn't. Like, you know the train tracks, where they're at. You also know the crime, where it's highest at. And there are several tools, and you know where to find those tools, which may differ from city to city. Um, there, there are certain crime tracking tools in which you can use in order to go ahead and find out where the hot spots are of crime. Yes, if you hear gunshots, bad. Yeah, exactly. But in large cities, of course, uh, there, there there could be a, a lot of, you know, echo. And it's kind of hard to pinpoint where those gunshots are going to be from. So one of the other things that you want to pe- keep a constant vigil over is uh, dealing with the schools. One of the reasons why is not necessarily whether or not they have a good school close to them because they may have a good one. They may not have a good one close to them, but at least if they have a way to get to that school easily for your child or if you are in um, a college situation, at least if they have a way for you to get to that college easily, uh, either by a bus, uh, some kind of transit Whatever the public transit is, right? Right, or you know, uh, or you know, school bus. If it's if it's a child too, um, that helps for the situation because you need to have a way for your child to get to school. That that is definitely uh, one part of it. I do happen to know that in some parishes in some areas, that uh, if if you go from one part of the parish to another the bus service will not travel to that area. Like, let's say if you go from Orleans Parish to Jefferson Parish, as an example, in which certain bus services will not go that way. Uh, If you go for private busing, that's something different, but you have to look for that busing uh, before you even get started. And what happens, it usually costs more. Yes. just, Just to make sure people are aware, parish and county are the same thing. It's just our uh, demarcation is a little bit different. Uh, Rev, you have anything you want to throw uh, our way so far? Or you're you're still solid, still following. I'm definitely still following. It just seems to me that people should be uh, just be cognizant of the area that you're moving into, and by cognizant, you mean do like due diligence on what type of area you're moving into. Like what? What's what are the what's the pertinent landmarks around that area, and be aware of how those landmarks will affect you. If you live close to a place where a park, you know, which is really cool, to live close to a park, but if that park has a festival every three months, then you might have problems with parking know, parking on <laughs> on the street that you live on, yeah. or loud music or things like that every three months, you know? So it's just being aware of that type of stuff. And it's small things that you don't realize until it actually happens. So, for example, when I'm passing by, I love the sound of church bells, but not at 5 o'clock in the daggone (laughs) morning. I already have the alarm I want set. I don't need that one. I remember I lived in a neighborhood in which I swear to God there was a freaking rooster crowing um, somewhere. And I live in a city. I, I have predominantly lived in cities my entire life. But I had neighbors in one neighborhood I lived in that had roosters. 
and they had three of them. And those son of a guns would go off almost every freaking morning. And I'd be like, what the? F- yeah. <laughs> so I am not trying to advocate for anything, but you're telling me there's not a two piece involved? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, at, at at those points, you you never know if somebody has an emotional support animal that they just. I mean, I've heard of some an weird, emotional, emotional support, support chicken. <laughs> I've heard of some an very emotional weird, support chicken. I've heard of an emotional support piglet. I've seen an emotional support snake. I have seen an emotional support fox. I, I what does I, the fox say? <laughs> Apparently, oh, poor baby. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> All right, wasn't ready for that one. But uh, the, you know, apparently, you know, as they say, if if a fox can say emotional damage, <laughs> you know, you never know if it helps. Uh, I, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, so it's 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 small things that you don't realize. Like I said, from church bells to uh, a perfect example that living in New Orleans, you might not be aware of. Living on a parade route. Yeah, that's a that's another big thing. Some people like parade routes, but others, not so much. And when you're trying to get home or you're trying to get to and from work, I remember a friend of mine, he was working at Fat Harry's. So Fat Harry's is basically at St. Charles and Napoleon. He parked on the neutral ground, but some kind of way, a person, or the median for those who aren't aware, but... Some kind of way, they blocked him in on all four sides. All he could do was take a picture of his car and say, boss, I'm coming when I can get there. And and it's one of those, you you don't believe it, but you're stuck now because you're at the mercy of the masses. It's not fun, but it is what it is. I mean, I've, I've been on that side where I've tried to get to my, you know, job and couldn't get by because of parades, you know, and everything like that when your job is on that. But that's uh, that's getting slightly off topic. But the main thing is, is um, you know, also an, another situation is dealing with uh, uh, dealing with the oh, – I had an idea. A word failure? Yeah, How do you like, again? Uh, don't make that face. All right, well, I'll take over for you. Another easy example is if you're in a high commerce area. So if you live next to the Walmart, you're going to get a lot of traffic. Cars mm-hmm. zooming down the street, lots of noise, lots of, you know, we might end up having a bust up street because what? You get the traffic that goes along with it. That's the other thing. Um, what may make a difference in price in which we've in which we've heard is how close it is towards the center of commerce for the city. There you go. And, good, good one. Good one. And so that makes a huge difference in as far as the price of the land versus the price of building materials. Because that particular area, let's take, for example, I happen to know this for a fact that uh, to build in mid-city area of New Orleans would cost somewhere up to just for the land around $80,000 average. Just for the land. That's before you add in foundation, before you add in building, everything like that. To build in the Gentilly area of New Orleans, um, which is more of a suburban area, slightly further away from the mid-city area, would cost like maybe around $60,000 for the land. So we're talking about a $20,000 lift difference. To build in the east area 
of New Orleans would cost $40,000 for the land, just for the land. But this means you're definitely going to need a car, or if you're using public transit, it's a longer and more arduous route. So you have to balance in between which one is exactly, uh, you have to factor that in as far as gas and as far as things like that when you're factoring in the exact cost per year of the house. Also, with that being said, they're not stupid when they develop property taxes. They also factor this in. And so the property taxes, the further away from that center of commerce, are going to be lower than they're going to be near that center of commerce. This is something in which I didn't know when I was doing my my housing shopping, the exact details of this. But the further and further I've gone in, the more and more I've dove down that rabbit hole. Um, Take, for instance, I happen to know that a three-bedroom house, um, a typical three-bedroom house in the east area would run you somewhere around Two hundred and forty thousand to maybe two hundred and fifty thousand. A typical three-bedroom house in the Gentilly area will run you somewhere around two hundred and seventy thousand to two hundred and eighty thousand. And a typical three-bedroom house in the uh, mid-city area, closer to the center of commerce of New Orleans, will run you somewhere around a three hundred and twenty thousand dollar to upwards and above you know, depending on the neighborhood. So as you can see, that land factorization can make a huge difference. And when you're factoring in that, just remember that you're not getting the complete savings because overall, over the time period of a year, and with the way gas gas goes, you know, regularly, you're going to have to add in that cost of transportation, whichever way you do it, with that price. And that's something we we talk about how, you know, you're factoring in budgetizing stuff. That's one of the things that you have to do. Preach. You got anything, Rev? I was uh, also thinking that we could consider the, and this should be a a, a given, but when uh, purchasing anything or, or homes or moving into an area, consider the uh, how the weather affects that area um you Good know one. know your flood zones if you're in a state that floods know your fire zones if you live in an estate that has um a uh, wildfires uh, <laughs> really, if, if you live in a state that has uh earthquakes and stuff like that you really can't you just really need to know that the place you're living in is foundationally secure to deal with something like that but for the most things, you want to know, all right, the, the there's a large swath of forest to the north of my home, uh, and the, if there's a wildfire, it'll come from that direction. So I need to be prepared to run south if I have to get out of the house to survive, you know? So you don't run into the wildfire, you run away from it. You know? the, that's so a good one. I agree with being, it being cognizant of the area and again all this is just being aware and a lot of people will say well all this stuff sounds like common sense Mm. what's that quote by uh voltaire 
I was just going to quote common Wizards first. Isn't so common. I was going to quote Wizards first rule. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, to make yeah, it even I'll... easier is that I don't want to go ahead and say common sense isn't common, but it's more sometimes sticker shock and affordability to become the driving factors as opposed to anything else. Sometimes you just need a place to live and you just go ahead and get what you can afford. Other times you're not thinking about all this stuff because it's during off hours. You get a nice beachfront property and it's off hours and all of a sudden uh, it's uh, tourist season time and all of a sudden every time you wake up there's beer cans all on your damn property. You know what I mean? So it's things like that you got to be aware of. Um, I'm going to hit you with two stories I know of. There's a guy that's come to the bar recently, uh, Big Matt, and uh, he told me two things that really made me concerned and interested. Number one, he lives in an unincorporated part of Texas, and he is a firearm guy. Don't matter if you like it or not, he went ahead and set up. He made sure he had the berm and the backstop so he could go firing at will. Now, he tries to be somewhat polite, so... You know, he's not firing at 3 in the morning, but, you know, between, like, 11 and 2, he decides to go ahead and plink on the range. That's what he wants to do. It's unincorporated. He has that right. It's not a noise ordinance problem for him. Well, the problem is what? You hear firearms, you automatically think something's wrong. Police are called. Police come up, and they're like, hey, what's going on? Uh, Here's my paperwork, sir. I can go ahead and show you that this is unincorporated. I'm not breaking any decibel or I'm not unlawfully discharging a firearm. All I'm doing is target shooting. Sorry they don't like it. I try to go ahead and be as polite as possible, but you moved into this area once it was already done. So that's something you got to be aware of as well. Maybe you might not like your neighbors or some of the the habits that they do. Imagine they decide to fire pit every Tuesday and you don't want the smoke. It's things you have to, you literally don't want to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> things you got to go ahead and be aware of. You know what I mean? The other one that concerns me is I forgot the name of the daggone track. I'm going to try and get it to put in the show notes. But there's a famous track in Texas where people moved into the area and they kept complaining about the noise over and over and over again, even though the track was already there. And eventually, through noise complaints, they got the track shut down. Oh, wow. I mean, it's like moving <clears throat> as the bartender of the group. It's like people who move into an area that has a bar or a nightclub or some sort of after-hour spot, and they are complaining about music and lights and traffic and stuff happening at a decent level, but still not at the time frame they want. You move next to the bar, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you? I was right? choking. I apologize. What the? I was just saying, it just said I, I had this cough that I, when I hear things like that, it, it just makes my, my throat kind of close a little bit. So I was just. So you're was, literally you know, allergic to stupidity? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Fair enough. So but um, what you were saying in regards to um, knowing your area about bars and nightlife and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and In all actuality, I was being a little bit facetious there, but. There's a as a part of the city uh, called the Marini. Well, that specific issue is becoming an issue. Like part of the Marini, part of that area has always had a nightlife area, and mm-hmm. people are moving into that area and complaining about said nightlife area. So the 
residents, as new residents move in, more and more of these new residents are complaining about the nightlife area. So the bars and other businesses in the area are concerned that they might not be able to stay open uh, and are afraid that they might be getting close soon because of said complaints. Yeah, that's, so, that's the dumb stuff, but it is what it is. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to quote-unquote, there is no happy happy medium for everybody, but there are some things we could do to make things easier for us all. Uh, now, an example I've had, Rev, you've known this one. Brother Wolf, you've known this one as well. One thing you need to be aware of when you are buying a place, because I remember reading it on Reddit, and then it happened to me in real life, and I, I thought it was the dumbest ever. Go inside the middle of the house and try and make a phone call and verify <laughs> if you have see brother wolf's laughing at me my house has been stop it my house is literally a dead zone i would literally be in my house sitting down hey you didn't hey you didn't go ahead and uh get my phone call what phone call i've been sitting here the phones were literally right next to me on not just loud hyper loud didn't get a phone call because my phone was a dead zone you'd have to email me or text me it was a dumbest stuff ever but it's one of those things to be aware of and combining that and not just knowing uh if you get service what uh utilities are available in your area uh in the case of orleans parish you have a choice between now harsh language alert harsh language alert shitty (laughs) at&t or fucking stupid cox cable we don't have comcast we don't have what's the other one? Oh, the, it's, it's a fiber optic one. Shit. Uh, Verizon. No, well, no, but that's not the one I was thinking of. But when it comes to utilities, there's not many options when it comes to it. It I is mean, garbage. You, you, you either have energy or darkness. <laughs> yeah, I was say you got a choice between energy or Charlie Murphy. You know, which is, which is really, which is really interesting to the fact that that this is. Specific certain businesses are allowed to have monopolies, local monopoly, but not like regional, uh, countrywide monopoly. Yeah, I you mean know, it's it's a low budget oligarchy. Southern Louisiana, they can lock down Southern Louisiana, but they can't lock down, you know, the Gulf Coast. Or they can lock down the bottoms, most of the Gulf Coast, but they can't lock them. And it's like. People will argue that they, you have with Clico on the North Shore. Is it, is it Clico, right? Yeah. That might be what I was thinking of. So, yeah. Uh, Clico as the other uh, energy company. But when Clico specifically says, well, we're not going to go in these areas because the clientele we want to service is a certain type of clientele, then it's. It, it, it becomes a de facto monopoly, I guess, yeah. because there's no competition. Yeah. I mean, it, it. like I said, the utilities that are available to you are something you need to consider. Like, case in point, it's finally coming. It is finally coming to Orleans Parish. There is potential, almost realized talks of a Trader Joe's being in Orleans Parish. I am so happy. <laughs> Amazon and Whole Why? Paycheck, or Whole Foods, whatever you want to call them, you have competition. If I had a choice, Trader Joe's. Oh my! 
one difference. So, yeah, that's one of those that I'm looking for as well. Uh, <clears throat> like, I don't want a footlocker next to me. I, I just don't. I don't want an athlete's foot next to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will go ahead and take, you know, I want maybe a Tuesday morning. I'm, I'm fine with that. You know what I mean? Uh, old school Payless, if they still had those around. I, I, don't, didn't, I don't think that's an option anymore. <laughs> I don't think that's an option. But, uh, uh, Brother Wolf, you said you had something you wanted to hit me with. Uh, yeah, medical facilities. That's another thing that's huge that we haven't been really mentioning is you want to know where your nearest hospital is. That is big time key because that definitely has an impact, particularly if you have people with uh, extenuating medical circumstances. Long-term disabilities, yeah. Yeah, anything like that. You definitely have to know, uh, are you talking about having to drive 30 minutes to get to the nearest one, or are you talking about having to go 10 minutes? That can save a life. As well as the fact that do can they address the problem that you have? Are they a level one trauma center? I mean, anybody who was raised in New Orleans in the 90s when we were the murder capital of the world knew if you had trauma, you went to where? Charity. Charity. Yeah. There's no question about it. I mean, you could go check the documentaries back then. If you wanted to go ahead and learn how to deal with trauma, you went to charity. You saw some horrible shit. You'd have the girlfriend and the boyfriend, both of them stabbed, still, still trying to stab each other in mm-hmm. the in, in triage. <laughs> Got the <laughs> knives sticking out of their throats. <laughs> and, and I'm not even being remotely facetious you know what i mean so yeah i mean do you have a long-term problem such as dialysis is that something that you have to address you need to verify if that's available to you uh do you have problems like apnea like the man behind the mask behind them the man behind collins i have apnea that shit is not fun bro and what do you need to do make sure you can get the appropriate help you need as opposed to having everything be mailed in and have to pay extra shipping costs. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, you about to say something, brother? No, I was saying absolutely. Yeah. Rev, you got something? Nah, man, that sounds good to me. Having apnea is good? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, not... Uh, being aware of your medical conditions sounds good. Not having... <laughs> mm. I mean, why do you I, take it to why do you take it to that level? Why, 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 I, why, to why? get off of that subject, I remember uh, I used to <laughs> I used to live at a place that uh, uh that had a bar. Now a lot of people would like to have a bar in the same block that they that they live in. Me, I had a bar in the same block that I lived in. Matter of fact, directly across the street from me at one at, at, at I think one I know location. Which one it was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. yeah. I think I, I, I had uh, I had a little bit of a nickname for a while because of that particular uh, establishment. Yes. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. And so uh, here's the thing about that: that is a blessing to some people and a curse to others. The party don't stop in certain cities. This being one of them, the party does not. Stop. <laughs> Shouldn't the bartender be talking about this? <laughs> I'm just saying, the bartender, I'm not sure if he actually lived right next to one, and that makes a big difference. Yes, because I have the sense to keep working home separate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that 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 became an issue. Particularly, I had some people that would actually go from the bar to my house that knew me and would be knocking on the door and wonder why I didn't answer at three in the morning. (laughs) 
or even better, hey, man, the bar bathroom is disgusting. Can I use yours? <laughs> no, I don't want your ass crumbs on my toilet seat, you nasty, no good somebody. Now, go take a shower and go use a condom, you no good somebody. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, there, there are situations like that uh, which make a big impact on things. But uh, uh, like I said, uh, the, the big thing about canvassing is, as uh, as Rev said earlier, knowing your surroundings, knowing everything when you're factoring in, not just only focusing on price, because that's the problem is we love to focus on price. Yeah, we that's try to number one for us. Yeah, we try to combine everything into one number and that one number truly doesn't convey the entirety of the situation. And like I said, I'm going to repeat it for those who might have skipped through. Uh, mom's taught me, if you're going to live somewhere, make sure you're next to a bank, uh, a way to do public transit, and a grocery store. That's my my benchmark right there. You have that, and most of your basic needs are within walking distance and covered. Rev? Well, I don't have any good pieces of knowledge like that because – uh, my mom just never really instructed me on how to like find a good place to live. From my experience, though, you want to find a place that is near some sort of food source. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a, a grocery store, but some sort of food source that you're willing to eat a lot of. Um, or near some sort of transportation source, which is pretty solid, like public transportation uh, of any sort works um and that's really in my opinion that those are the, those are the main two things you need but you know i'm, I'm pretty much dovetailing off from my brother here saying that 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 little nugget of knowledge he got from his mom is kind of how i utilize the places i look for to to live also so and i mean as a as a bartender a bank too because you know you you got to turn those ones into a way to pay the rent. You know what I mean. So, it's something that you got to consider. Yeah, uh, brother Wolf, you look like you have something that's almost trepidatious on your mind. <laughs> well, I was just thinking. Um, you know, for certain jobs, like you said, a bank is is much higher on the priority list. But for other jobs, um, mm -hmm. like I know a lot of people use. Uh, use other forms of banking now uh, that are almost completely digital. And that, Speaking of, feel free to donate to the show at Cash App or PayPal. We love you. We love yeah. you. Like I do know several people only use Cash App as a as their form of uh, a banking. I I know they come into my uh, my retail establishment mm -hmm. all the time, and they just drop continually every day like two hundred dollars in onto their Cash App from from my uh, establishment. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying is the fact that uh, as long as you have some way of dealing with your financials, yeah. that, that that would be it. And, like, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, uh, how do I want to say this? I'm not adverse or blind to how the world has changed, but I'm referring to someone in my specific situation. And a problem is, is that in low-income communities, typically you are underbanked. So I just want to make sure that if you need it, it is an option to you because there are times when uh, some person only takes money orders. You know, old man Joe only takes uh, money orders for his rent. So I got to pay money to spend money? It is what it is. You know what I mean? 
So you just got to be aware of stuff like that. Plus, don't don't deny the fact that banks do have worthwhile uses, and you can't do everything over the phone. We're almost there, but you can't do everything over a phone or a Zoom call. Now, with that said, you got something else, Brother Wolf? I think I'm good. Rev Ross, you have anything else? Nah, brother. I think we got it all covered for right now. Fair enough. Hopefully we didn't forget anything. And if you do know something, please feel free to hit us up, the Real Benchmark Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know if we are missing anything or if you appreciate what we're doing. Like I said before, donate to us. It helps keep server costs low. But for t- the time being, I would say it is closing time. It's closing time. Rev? Let's let's wrap it up, brother. <laughs> Fair enough. With that said, this is YB Collins, and I am joined with Brother Wolf. And I am joined with Rev Ross. So with that said, guys, make sure you go ahead and choose your house based on the best option, not just the price option. Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast at gmail.com or www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com. Or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC.